I'm Jordan Goodman. And I'm Justin Goodman. We're third-generation insurance agency owners and also brothers. Even though we had the same upbringing, we see the world very differently. This caused significant issues in our early years, but we eventually embraced the idea that every coin needs two sides to be complete. In 2018, we launched our second company, Total CSR, with the aim of reducing new-to-industry onboarding timeframes from two years to two months. Since then, we've traveled the country speaking to thousands of agency owners and their teams, and we've come to realize two things. We all struggle with similar challenges, regardless of size and location, and oftentimes, we are too embarrassed to ask for help. The Independent Agent Podcast is our attempt to provide helpful answers to your most difficult questions, anonymously, of course. Thanks for listening. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 12 of the Independent Agent Podcast. Uh, I got Justin across from me and I am Jordan. We are going to kick this off pretty shortly, but our halftime cocktails have now turned into pre-games. Pre-game. Yeah. So today, Justin, we are going to be making a Negroni, okay? A, a what? Negroni. A jabroni? Jabroni. So, Can you know, I have you my need ultra you, while I wait. Yeah, you need to start entertaining people coming up with entertaining stories while I make cocktails every episode. So why don't you start thinking of something fun? So I I don't really have all that much to entertain with. Let me prep us for what uh, we're talking about now. We're going to talk about some family dynamics, which we've done in the past, but a couple good questions we had that came in. And I, I really think it goes to the idea that a lot of us have just fallen into this industry or have found our way into this by way of family. And it's one thing when you work for somebody else, it's quite another to come into the agency to work for a family member, whether it be sister, brother, mom, dad, or extended family member. So we're going to go and address those. We'll do it from the lens of those that have been in this process and then those who have children, uh, mine who swear they will never come into the business. He said the same stuff. Exactly. And so we are mindful that down the road we could get a phone call that says, hey, you know, we thought this was silly and, and, and dumb and all sorts of terrible as well because we've heard you guys complain all day. We are eagerly awaiting when they they realize that we have the greatest industry on earth. So that's what we'll be discussing today. And as I speak, he's just finished my my drink, my jabroni, right? Negroni. It's equal parts Campari, Tangeray, and sweet vermouth. How do you even remember all the ingredients? Because I'm a genius. Drink up. All right. I'll give you the smaller glass because you're going to... Okay. Like Kool-Aid with ice. Kind of looks like that. <laughs> Smile wow. for the people. Hmm. <laughs> he still has that feeling. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Why? Oh, why? Man, why would you do that? Because it's delicious. There's no way. <laughs> you cannot believe that is delicious. Under no... there, Like... Really? Yeah. No. What? Ha. Huh. Okay. 
somebody else try this drink. Give them the ingredients again. Try it and let me know because I think it's que terrible. It's a Negroni. It's equal parts Campari, sweet vermouth, and gin, of which we used Tangeray this time. All right. We're going to quickly move on. There is, there is dry vermouth, too, so make sure you get the sweet vermouth. Yeah, because it made all the difference. <laughs> all right. First question. Remember, the family business focus. I want my son to come into the business, but I think it would be best that he works for another agency for a couple years. To no. Get- Sorry, go ahead. For a couple years to get some good experience and build credibility before coming into our agency. No. You guys obviously took the route of working for your father. What are your thoughts on this? No. Wow. Go ahead, Jordan. I think that's such a waste. I understand the mindset of, hey, go work for some sophisticated... Because, I mean, I assume that most of our listeners are part of or owners of smaller independent agencies, many of which are family agencies. So I get the idea of, hey, go send them to some sophisticated firm where they will receive professional training and uh, in both sales and account management and all the things. And they will then leave that uh, establishment and come to mind and bring all these great things. And I don't need to train them. I get it. I don't think that it provides the value to your son, yeah, son, daughter, whatever, of saying, hey, this is part of something that has sustained our family, and I want you to come in and be the next generation of it, right? That's what jazzed me. When we were at our our one place before we went off on our own- Hey, do you want to talk about your first six months? I learned a lot about options trading. Yes, you did. (laughs) I learned how to lose money. Actually, that carried over for for quite a while. Uh, Sorry, Haley. Anyway, uh, so I think you bring someone, you you bring your kid in, and you set them up with tools and resources. Obviously, we have a few that were you know that we prefer in the industry, but again, shameless plug. I know total CSR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only the best product that ever existed for education and insurance. Was that shameless? <laughs> okay. You didn't even execute it well. <laughs> well. I was trying to keep it monotone, so it seemed like it was, you know, why, why, why? Anyway, so what I would say, particularly if they're going to come in in a production role, I also don't like the, the idea of training and account management if they're going to go into production, you know, maybe to get them to briefly to understand how to do the, the concepts, the accords, understanding submissions and all that, so they know what to do. But like we even have our own producers do their own submissions and when it's uh, before it gets on the book. So I think that could be part of the production role. But get them going out. Why why would you have them build equity in a book for someone else and then try to move it over and they're not gonna be able to move it over because isn't like thirty or forty percent of business moves when you move from one agency? Yeah, I but I, I think more importantly, why would they want you? Right? So, you, oh, once once they find out that your dad owns an agency, it's going to come up in the interview. Right. How did you find out about this industry? Now, if you're going to be intellectually honest, as soon as they find out your father, mother, brother, sister has an agency, they're going to say next because they know they're going to invest the time 
and resources into you, and you're only going to go back and work for somebody else. And worse yet, you may take customers that weren't even yours self-generated and and take those back to the agency. So, you know, you're in a difficult position from the standpoint of an agency, if you're honest about what the family background is, I don't think they're going to want you to begin with. I don't blame them for not wanting you. Right. But even on the credibility piece, like their credibility, assuming you have a good customer base, their credibility is not going to come from the fact that they worked at some other agency. Their credibility is going to come from your credibility of your own family agency, knowing that, hey, this is my son who was raised up with my ethics, my integrity, my hard work, and I am the one who's going to be taken in by the wing. You know, like this is commit to your family. Like if you're going to bring someone in, don't just like dabble in it with some other agency and then bring them in. No, bring your son in, say, here's what we're going to do, put together a very clear plan, and then go to town. So let's talk two things. One, elephant in the room is you are not guaranteed tomorrow. And that was the biggest reason why. That's the elephant in the room? Well, hear me out. <laughs> Didn't even come to mind. Elephant in the room implies like, hey, there's something we're all seeing but not talking about. Well, you're not guaranteed tomorrow. And if you die tomorrow and you decide to waste, you know, set, having sent your son off for two years to go get educated elsewhere, they never got ingratiated with your agency. Now, if they come in, it becomes very difficult. By the way, I, I should say again, I'm a six and thinking worst case scenario mm-hmm. on the Enneagram. So um, I, I, I think that's a component. So you have a finite period of time where you're going to be able to work with them. My father's experience is impossible to replace, and we still leverage him to this day. So why would you truncate that, knowing that tomorrow is not guaranteed? Now, as far as credibility within the agency is concerned, that really depends on how you raised your kid. And if you've raised a child who is entitled, and they walk in, and their attitude is, "Well, I'm going to take this over someday," and you know, I've got. Oh, my you're thinking credi- credibility within the agency. Yes. I'm thinking credibility at, in terms of prospecting. No, I'm thinking credibility within the agency, within the the staff. Right. I think what's going to happen is that if 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 you raised an entitled child, they're going to come in and think it's all coming to them. Everyone else will feed upon that, and you'll have yourself a problem. On the flip side. If you've got someone who comes in and says, I'm hell-bent on proving that I belong here, and I'm going to earn my way, and I'm going to work that much harder because I know the perception, then it can be a great thing. And again, I think I mentioned this once before, when I came in, everybody knew that I didn't earn the opportunity. They could tell from five minutes of being around me that I was socially anxious, right? That I Right. (laughs) And now I won because I out-hustled, out-worked, and memorized policy forms, so I tried to play the role of Doogie Hauser and... and the <laughs> re- like him, too. The references I'm giving, I, someone... Yeah, Trent, he didn't even remember, know who Doogie Hauser was, so if you don't know who well, Doogie Hauser is... Yeah, I mean, this general... I mean, I only know because I had all their siblings. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I never watched the show. Teenage doctor, people. Anyway, it... That's the only way I was going to have success, but everybody knew that, and everybody knew that ultimately there was going to be a transition, 
and that I was the transition plan and I didn't fit the mold. So I had to to really put an emphasis on on making an impact and doing those things. And I didn't execute well all the time. I mean, there was that, that young mindset of, well, why aren't you making these changes? Because it makes sense in my head, but I didn't have the credibility of years of experience. So all I would say is my own kid. He wants to come in this industry. He is learning from me. She is learning from me. And it may be Kate who decides that she wants to be the one who, who comes Jonathan in. Jonathan is going to be a professional fisherman. This is true. But I don't think he wants anything to do with this. He could find out that he wants to sell insurance to real manufacturers. Who knows? You're giving the spiel. Yeah, okay, yeah. sure. Yeah, no, he, I, he's going to be dreams. in a lake in Oregon by himself, just fishing with his wife and family, being like isolated out there and completely content. Yes, indeed. Um, but I want them to come see how I did it, see the mistakes. And and there's a value to, and I'm going on my rant, but there is a tremendous value. I thought my dad was flawless growing up, like was perfect without any issues whatsoever. And, and he was never, never did anything that was uh, hiding any of that, but you just don't see it until you work with someone day to day. And it was such a relief off my back when I realized he wasn't perfect, that he didn't make every decision correctly. And and as an entrepreneur, you're going to experience that. You're going to be wrong. And you have to be like, okay, next play, let's move on. And for me, it was, it was so uh, empowering to see this guy that I thought was perfect my whole life wasn't perfect, and yet he was still ridiculously successful. And so just having that permission to fail and fail frequently uh, was important. So these are all lessons that unless you're shepherding your child that's come into the business, then you're not going to have. Now, there is an impact. We had somebody who is my dad's right-hand person who, when I came in, was upset because she believed that everything was going to transition to her. And the second I came in, that dream died. And I totally empathize with the position she, she was in as far as, hey, she thought it was going to be one way, what this was going to mean for her. And then when I came in, life flipped upside down. Okay. Okay. <laughs> she wasn't paying attention if that's what the, she thought that was going to mean for her. Right. I, Dad's always been pretty clear about... Yeah, but, but here's the point. She thought I wasn't coming in after the sale. She thought, okay, this is the natural progression. Because there's nobody else, I'm the next in line. Okay, so it's not after you decided to come in, then she was no. surprised? Okay, she was surprised you were coming in. Yes. Got it, okay. And so ultimately, that ended up costing a relationship. And we couldn't overcome that challenge. And family selected family over everything else. So it's not without its challenges, but if you articulate the why behind it and you're creating opportunity for those in your organization to perform, mm -hmm. then you shouldn't have the issue. Again, provided you raised your kid the right way and they don't come in and entitled. So that's my spiel. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm not going to go off on such a tangent as you, but I'm talking about the real elephant in the room is the real elephant in the room is the fact that your son may not succeed. And so you might want to filter that out. That is a better time. elephant than I chose. Yeah. Uh, and so that's why I would say, look, I'm a parent. I get it. If I, if you ever said to me, I'd have to fire my kid, I'd just say it would probably never happen. And which is probably most parents just because well, maybe you're looking at me a look like you'd fire your kid. 
No. I would. Okay. Well, but we're, I, we're different. Yeah. So uh, let's okay. be honest. When I've terminated people, the response when they've talked to other employees at, at different times, like debriefing themselves, is he's so clinical. Yeah. You, you have the warm, fuzzy heart, and I'm just <laughs> Professor Coldheart. <laughs> I just I just care about the impact on people. You, you missed my Care Bears reference. <laughs> I did miss your Care Bears. I should have caught that. I didn't catch that. But that's where I would say, like in no uncertain terms, you need to have all the expectations laid out and let your metrics and KPIs determine whether or not your kid stays and, and, and really do something. Set them up for success within your agency. Like I said, there's a zillion resources out there to do that now. You don't need a, some big firm to do that for you. And, and if you start them off as a, if they're starting in production, right? If the base is low enough and they don't have success, they will self-select themselves out. Exactly. Exactly. So totally. So you lower that base and you have them hunt and and, and go for it. And then you don't even have to have the discussion. They're just going to say, I want to play in this lane because I can't make money in this space. I yes. Yeah. Awesome. That was a long I'm glad you agree with me again. One. Question two. I have spent seven years working in, in my family's agency. I like how you pulled the themes together. I like that you did, you know, you've been doing this. Organization. You know, I like this. That's what I'm doing. I've spent seven, magic number, past seven years working for my family's agency, and I am at the end of my rope. Bummer. Every idea. I have to modernize the agency, get shot down, and I'm afraid that we won't survive the next few years without adapting. I am thinking that it might be best to start my own agency because the conflict is hurting our personal relationship. We have such different visions, and they aren't retiring anytime soon. What would you do in my shoes? I have a lot of thoughts, as usual, on this. One, the family relationship is important. So... um you have to think about what you're willing to endure, sacrifice to maintain that relationship. And you have to have an honest discussion. You may have different visions overall. There's also a generational issue, how the old guard thinks it should be done, how yours. And the truth is some mixed in between. Right. You may, even with seven years of experience, you're lacking perspective. A whole seven years? They don't know everything? Well, I don't know, but uh, I would just say that you're you're not having the full picture. Neither are they. You both have weaknesses, and and the truth lies somewhere in the middle. But I think the question becomes, for the sake of your family, right? As you're asking this question, what do I do? Because the visions are so different, and the question that you have to ask yourself is, mom and dad, is the goal for me to ultimately take this over? Yes. Okay. I see that things aren't going in the way it should be. If we make some actions, then we can turn that around and do well. If we don't, there won't be anything for me to to hold on to, to take over and, and, and grow when you guys are done. I respect what you've done so far. But just like in everything else in life, as circumstances change, we have to try and do things differently. And when we do things Differently, we have an opportunity for success. I can't continue to ignore this because my future is on the line. I understand that you may think I'm wrong, but if the goal is to transition this to me, I need leeway to do things that are going to ensure my opportunity in the future. And 
if you don't trust me with that, if I haven't earned that, that's fine you feel that way. I need to know because then I need to look somewhere where I can do that and put those ideas into action, right? And have that honest discussion. And it's not wrong that they don't fully trust you. I mean, I didn't trust ideas you had, you know, a few years in, right? right? Um, and rightfully so. Yeah, but but like that that's just part of it. It's not wrong to not fully trust because the person doesn't have experience. And so I think the step would be is what's the most impactful, choose two changes that you need to have made that are th- important for the survival of the agency. And you say, I need you guys to take these bets with me. Right. Right. You don't have to say everything has to be my way. It's not your agency. Right. But if, if we're going to continue this, right, and I appreciate very much everything you've done for me, but I need to do this and this because otherwise I'm going to spend this time and lose the time that I could be on building something. And then our relationship's going to suffer because we keep beating our heads against the wall. In some ways, it's no different than two business partners with different visions. Sometimes it's best to go separate ways. But if you do it with the amount of respect you have and go, look, you may be seeing something that I'm not seeing, but I believe the best idea should win. And I need the opportunity to go and test this out. And maybe I fail. Maybe I fail in this and this hurts us a little bit more. But I need to be able to do this because this is important to me. I know it's important to you. And for the sake of our relationship, I need some latitude here. And if I don't perform, then maybe I learn a lesson and we move forward and I defer to you for a few more years until the next thing comes up. Jordan, thoughts? Two different thoughts. One, you are absolutely kidding yourself if you think you going off and starting another agency wouldn't affect the family dynamic. Like, you, just think about it. Like, picture Justin, you and I, right? Five, six, whatever, however many years ago we were having our issues. If I was just like, okay, you know what? This isn't working. I'm going to go start Goodman Insurance too, mm-hmm. right? You do you think how you want. I'm going to take my clients and like, it would be terrible. Oh, here's a funny thing. The client types we deal with are two very different ones, with the exception of your sushi friend. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, there, there's no doubt it'd be, make a huge impact on yeah, the relationship. It, it, would be, it would be horrible. Uh, the second thought I have is, I don't know how much, you know, I mean, hopefully by year seven, you've kind of at least earned some of your salt and are paying for yourself and all those things, et cetera. But maybe you say, hey, I really believe in this and I want to take on this product and this or the, the, take on this uh, new idea, but it's going to cost us $20,000. I'm going to put forward my my $20,000 because I believe so much in it. And after one year, if it if it proves to be right, then we'll have the company, you know, start start paying for it or reimburse me or whatever. And if it fails, it's on me. Right. Mm. And then they don't really have an argument of the finance side. Because honestly, like, especially as they get older, you know, finances, they start to look at their their future earning potential and all that. And and the numbers, you know, become more and more of an issue. So uh, I, I would just say look at being creative. If you really believe in the idea, if you really believe in the idea it's going to take your agency to the next level or sustain it, then the, the 2050, whatever the number is, shouldn't really matter, especially if it's over a six month or a year period. 
and sometimes it's 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 not even a monetary issue. Sometimes it's uh, I'm going to take us way back. Back in the day, my my dad used to say, uh, "Just photocopy the app because we'd have to go to the markets." He goes, "It's just photocopy photocopy the app. That's all you have to do." And because he was so used to at this point working on the business and not in it, he had no idea that now every carrier in this hard market was requiring us to complete their own specific supplemental application. And unless we did that, they wouldn't accept it, right? So sometimes it's, we're having, we've got to really drill down to that conversation. It's not even a monetary issue. It's that they're, they're just saying, get it done, get it done, get it done. And, and you're having to have the conversation of, you're you're not focused on some of these details that we're seeing on the ground and the feedback I'm getting from our team. We have to look at this differently. And so yes, take the risk if it's if it's a monetary one, that's one solution to it. And then two for the vision, you've got to articulate what your vision is. And and if you haven't had that conversation, that should be happening more frequently. Yeah, I just wanted to say, just because it's relevant, if you guys are having those issues with supplementals with carriers and all of that, two great organizations to talk to, Appulate and Indio Technologies, both fantastic people, both do kind of different things and have some crossover in what they're doing. But um, if you guys are running into this similar type of issue Justin was talking about, I know if you're coming into the industry where your parents are doing it and they're doing it the old way and you're looking for some new technology, both are great companies I recommend checking out. By the way, Jeff, Ken, you each owe me a beer for that plug. <laughs> We should get them to pay us for this. Um, gosh, this is how many minutes are we got? We got to put this know, thing to bed. The screensaver went on. Okay, so okay. don't forget, you have questions. Email me directly, Justin at totalcsr.com. Don't forget to just subscribe to our podcast. And if you have drink suggestions that please, dear God, are better than this, Jordan send them at totalcsr.com for cocktails. Thank you, everyone. Please keep listening. Subscribe. Thanks. Likes. All the happy, magical stuff. Cheers. <laughs>